Hey everybody, welcome once again to our Survivor Pod. We just call it that, a Survivor Pod. It's actually a podcast. From News on 6, Tulsa, Oklahoma, KOTV, it's The Morning Crew. I'm Alan Crump. I'm Leanne Taylor. I'm Dave Davis. I want to say this off the top, folks. We found out on Instagram this week, Survivor season finale. It's been set Wednesday, May 13th. It's going to be a three our finale you all on cbs and that's seven o'clock central eight o'clock eastern and that's about four weeks away can you guys believe we are just counting down now no, no i can't and i thought you were going to say a three-hour tour all of a sudden you know Gilligan's would be perfect Island. for survivor it would be yeah. i don't know how we're going to do that with our schedule but we will figure it out you know what i loved the first part of survivor last night i don't know there, to me there's been a shift this season to just really kind of an emotional play. It was just so good from an emotional standpoint. And you know what? We're going through all this. Everybody's staying at home, the quarantine. Obviously, this was months ago when they recorded all of this, when they put this to tape or digital or whatever you want to call it. But I'm telling you, it came at a really good time. It really did. I was telling Dave earlier this morning, I really feel Survivor producers are getting, are understanding are the fandom those of us who have watched these are players that we have watched for years before and i have invested time in them as characters if you will but it's even better now hey let's let's open it up not only see spouses and partners but let's bring in their kids and that rings so true for everyone you don't you know if you're a mom or dad that's cool if you're a grandparent that's cool if you've got siblings and you're like man think about your family going to see your loved one that's competing on this kind of stage. Well, and it started, you know, this is season 40, right? And this has been going on for a very long time. So you've got people that played years and years ago that have played several times, for example, Tyson, Rob, Amber, all these these players, and they've gone through these life changes. And for good or worse, you know, reality TV, regardless how you feel about it, I guess you like it because you're listening to it right now, but we're on the inside. So it's like, oh, Rob and Amber's kids. Oh, Tyson. Oh, that's Rachel. That's his wife. Oh, she played on Survivor. And it just goes on and on. And I think you're right. I think they've tapped into something uh, that they're really taking advantage of. And I think they almost had to do it with this season. Will they do it for the next season or the next couple of seasons? Probably not. But I think this is a special season. And let's face it. I mean, it's a bold move. You're taking up the first 25 minutes of the episode, making that choice to say there will be no gameplay. We are going to show families. We're going to show emotional moments. We're not doing challenges. They decided to not do the loved one challenge and just let them spend time with their families. I thought it was a bold decision to go this direction for the first half of the episode, and I think it really paid off. Did you all have a favorite moment, a favorite reunion of a family? For me, it was Ben, because I didn't really like Ben for most of the season. I'll just be honest with you. But when he started crying immediately with Kim's family and kept the tears going, genuine tears throughout the whole episode talks about how his wife Kelly had saved his life right and he wouldn't be here today without her I like Ben now and it totally changed my outlook on him as I wasn't I wasn't all about him and and I really like him now well I always feel for those who have to wait because you know Kim was the first one out of the shoot so she gets the most time with her loved ones you're standing there with the anticipation and I don't know how they choose who gets to go first or last but Jeremy was last and my heart you know, he even made the comment that 
last time or one of the times they had the family event, his wife came out and said, made the comment, I'm having a boy to determine that. Mm -hmm. And then there was another child that had been born since the last episode that he was on. So I just I just felt like that was a sweet, sweet moment. But I did hurt for him because that was the limited amount of time where everybody else had a little bit more time with their loved one. So, you know, in in uh, years past, you right at okay. By the way, when you first see a survivor episode this time of the year, this deep in the season, all right, and they start out with right off the bat an immunity challenge, you know something big is going to happen. What what it's going to be, who knows? But it's going to be something big. They always start a survivor episode. The challenge, it's either drop your buffs, it's either family, it's either this is a big twist. So when they first started with the episode. Uh, it, it, the challenge is like, wait, what a minute, something's going on here pretty big. So then everybody comes out and you, you see all of these, these families, you know, connecting. And then Jeff starts, you know, Jeff is so good. He starts playing. Well, this is what's going to happen. Now the adults are going to swim out. The kids are going to dig in the sand, but no, we're not having any challenges. We're all going to just experience this together. My goodness. It was beautiful. I know I got a lump in my throat as I'm watching. And then I'm thinking to myself, okay, so now we've seen this group. What about Edge of Extinction? Are they going to get to have this opportunity? And of course, my mind immediately goes to Robin Amber. Oh, it's perfect. It's perfect because they, they, they go to the island. It's the sad, dark music. It looks miserable. It they look absolutely miserable. miserable. And so you see Natalie and Natalie kind of looks up and what does she see? She sees that boat and she's like, those are my loved ones. Those and, are our family. Did you guys see Amber at that point? I mean, Amber, I mean, it was like life went back into her body. She did a 40-yard dash that could probably get her in the combine. Sprinted. I mean, she was so excited. And it was really good. It was just very nice to see that. You know? Well, and to see Yule and his family, to see um, Ethan and his wife. I mean, it was, it was what you wanted and it fed that. Uh, that feeling for a fan you know you you cheer for these people you go through a lot of their hardship as you watch them on these on these challenges and such and everybody the same playing field all of a sudden you just have that we're real people too not just the conniving or the backstabbing or whatever it was they were real people it was a moment that was so edge of extinction at the same time because we saw them come in the boat. It wasn't as ceremonious as it was with the Koru tribe back on the main island. And then we saw it get taken away, which right. we didn't see that with Koru. What we saw with Koru was a celebration and kids splashing Sarah in the face with water and Ben and everybody happy in a feast and a celebration. We saw edge of extinction. We're giving it to you and we're taking it away. It was really kind of tragic. It kind of added to the miserable feel of that island and how they're really feeling the loneliness and even their nice moments even their high moments right. just kind of get abruptly ended it, it was kind of tough okay so you end. never know what you're reading there's tons of survivor podcasts there's tons of survivor blogs but a little research last night early this morning how did this all take place why all of a sudden did all the kids show up um Throwing around on the internet early this morning is that when there was a, a conversation with Tyson about Tyson coming back to play in this episode, this Winners at War, uh, some reports say that he would not do it unless during the family visit, his daughter got to come to visit him. Wow. That may mm. be the case. We don't know exactly if that's the case, but could it be that Tyson is the one to pat on the back for this little I'm holding out 
if if we're going to do it if you want me this yeah. is the this is well and i thought it was interesting and I, I haven't had a chance to do any research on where his other daughter was that was a question i right? was worried for some reason and the way his wife was kind of stand not standoffish but separating herself i right. thought Man, is she going to reveal some information here that we don't? You know, I just I wasn't sure, and and maybe that would be um, revealed in in blogs or posts around the internet. Yeah, I haven't seen anything so far. But did, did Rachel look familiar? Oh okay. yes, yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Tell me about that because obviously I wasn't watching then. So they they played together. Is that right for one of his seasons? She was she was on Blood versus Water with him, right? Yes, I, I that's think correct. that's right because they were. You know, putting couples together and pitting them. Yeah, anybody apart. loved ones, remember the mother daughter, okay. that kind of competition. Okay, so uh, Jeremy's wife, did you recognize her? Val. She was on Survivor in the past. Okay, Natalie's sister. Twin, was her, yeah, her twin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then I did not remember, but Parvati's husband. Poverty's husband is also. I heard her make mention that she met him, but I didn't remember his face or he looked his like story. a soap star. I mean, he looked like a movie actor. Yeah, <laughs> I yeah. thought I might have uh, seen him in a movie. Yeah, her husband was on, uh, according to the World Wide Web's and CBS Survivor, Survivor Samoa. So yeah, we had basically four former Survivor players that are now connected with current Survivor players, and then you still have Rob and Amber. I mean, it just goes on and on. That's so It's really interesting. I loved it. Well, <laughs> shall we move on to the challenge? Right, because now we're 27 minutes into the episode. <laughs> commercial break, 827, 727, pretending, uh, pretending on where you are. And uh, we finally get to an immunity challenge. And this is one of those that I, I love to watch challenges and then try to put myself, you know, what would my strategy be? How would I work this? And I think what we're talking about is they have to spell the word immunity with blocks, building blocks that have to be on a platform held by a rope at a long distance away. And so you have to stack the blocks, go back down the bar, and then keep adding them. My first thought was when they gave them the minute to set up, so my first thought was I would make sure I set those blocks on that barrel in a way that I could reach Yes. And I would want them in an order so that I would not mess up the spelling, which Ben has done in previous episodes. Oh, I would too. I mean, there would be there would be a lot of there would be a lot of preset for my strategic play. I thought Tony, who just kind of had his letters all over the top, I, t- I kept telling my husband, I was like, "Oh, that's going to kill him. That's going to kill him because he's going to reach back there and topple over because he doesn't have it." But you know, anyway. So let's let's kind of walk through that. Right, because you can see Tony, his fingers are kind of crawling on the barrel. He's not looking at it, trying to reach back there. And we had several people come close, but just kind of rush it. Jeremy was trying to play the catch-up game, didn't work. Tyson, actually, you thought he, I thought early on, oh, here we go. It's Tyson time, and then they his, tumble. When his tumbled, I thought, okay, he's he's really now, that that's going to throw him off. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you know, Jeff said at the very beginning of this, uh, this is another one of these challenges that, that comes back all the time. Right. It comes back all the time. So in the past, it's gone as quickly as 14 minutes. And it, in others, it's gone over an hour. Michelle's season on Cambodia, he said it was an hour. Yeah, yeah, very, very long, but some of them very, very fast. Um, so the first part of this, you can kind of go fast. You really can two or three times, two or three blocks. Right, because you're watching that yes. platform t- kind of teeter-totter, and I'm thinking, how in the world? But obviously the higher up. Right. 
then you got to slow down a little bit. So the, it's not exact. Remember that we had a, uh, an episode prior that we all talked about slow and steady on these. This is not the case on this one because if you go slow every single time on this challenge, if you make a mistake, you're done. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened to Kim. She was very slow. She was methodic. She was doing really well. And, um, and then she made that mistake and dropped it off. And then, and then that was, that was pretty much it. Um, the thing that I noticed is as Tony is trying to get going and Ben, they're really neck and neck, right. they get to the back and they're, they're trying to get that one block to come back. Ben is reaching back with his hand and I'm thinking, what if he knocks that off the crate, oh. the barrel? Oh. And, and then what is it going to do? Right. I mean, how is he going to pick that up and put it back in? I really thought that might be the case. I didn't even think about that. That would have been incredible to have happen. But but I honestly, Ben was so close. And even I think Jeff makes the comment, you know, Ben is moving fast now. And it, at that last second, it toppled over and Tony just continued. I was surprised when they said this was Tony's first immunity challenge First win individual. in his career really yeah, well he was surprised thing, he said yeah. i don't have any patience i just want a patience challenge <laughs> he kept harping on that for the rest of the 20 so minutes left i mean it was an incredible tri triumph for tony i don't think at a better time for him there couldn't have been a better time for tony to win an immunity challenge because i think he continues to put himself at risk by not being aware of his vulnerability thinking he's a lion and versus hyena and he has this all these kind of i can't whack ideologies about survivor that i think are going to come back to bite him he needed this, and I don't think he know he knew that he needed it. Is but this he did. kind of a, a foretelling really about Tony that he's been in Survivor this many times, and he's been as crazy and whacked out. Everybody loves him, but he he you know he's just a nut half the time, and he's really he's not won any challenge, no immunity challenges. Mm -hmm. and this is the first time in Winners versus. Is that telling us a little bit about Tony that maybe? He, we think he's this big player. Maybe he's not. Yeah. Maybe he's the one that's been skating through. Maybe Michelle, who thinks that she's not the great player that she got in, maybe she's the one that's actually a little smart. I don't know. We'll we'll yeah. find out in the next coming episodes. Well, and for the win, Tony's win, he now gets two fire tokens, which is always a good play. We're always anxious to see, you know, kind of that currency, how that's going to play out. So, yeah, I thought that was really a, a great night of, of the challenge and, of course, uh, slow and steady Tony. I, I am anxious to see how he... he because he goes back and I mean he's wearing it like a bulletproof vest and he he Kissing loves it. that necklace that it's like look at me you know and and then of course we go back to camp and now be begins the conversations Ooh, here we yeah. go the police officer alliance initially immediately Sarah and Tony go to the watering hole because Tony has the power and he mentions that so okay so come to me let's talk about it Sarah throws out Kim's name which I want to just for a second with Kim because Kim is super strong. She's strong physically. She won last week's immunity challenge. She's not, I don't like using the word skating by, but she's going underneath under the radar under the as radar. a very strong player. Yep. I think she has a huge advantage if she makes it to jury. I think she would win a jury vote. So Sarah is smart thinking saying we need to get to Kim because she's realizes that Kim is a true end of game threat. Tony says Tyson, which we've all agreed. He's probably the person you should be voting out. But Kim and Tyson, I don't hate either of those ideas, to be honest with you. I think Sarah had a very valid point when she started that. Well, and when they start talking about Sarah and Sophie, 
I don't know if you saw on the family connection, but Sarah and Sophie were holding each other, sobbing. You know, I mean, there was definitely a connection there that was like, we're besties and we're walking this journey together. So I heard their name thrown out a couple of times and I'm thinking, that's probably not a bad idea because you do have these kind of popular, quiet um, they're both very smart, and so I, I thought maybe Sophie or Sarah might be at risk this week, which, as we saw in one of the votes, so Sophie's name did come up. I always like it, Alan, because you make this comment about observing the edits. Yeah, that's what And last night, I wrote down wasps. Yep. There was a shot of wasps. Here we go. <laughs> Getting ready to be some stingers coming out. Exactly. And you never know with a bunch of wasps, who's going to get this, stung. the the bee, you know, who's just going to see the the buzz or who really will get this thing. So Jeremy says, right off, like you guys are talking about, let's break up Sarah and Sophie. Jeremy's frustrated. He actually says at one point, I don't really have a voice. Then Sarah's, you know, trying to get Tony to vote off Kim. And then all of a sudden, it's just like last episode. You really have no true clue at this point where the consensus is going right at least at this point you get a little further into the arguing or to the 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 politicking and you start to see the lines what appears to be a clear alliance that starts to set up yeah and nick once again i was wrong last week totally wrong thinking he made a huge mistake at tribal by just saying hey let's fight i'm ready for a fight like you said leanne i mean he's back into the fold and so nick's name doesn't come up and whatever he said last week and kind of going off on a tangent and he and michelle were really mad because they were blindsided all of that has just magically dissipated and he's back in the background i it's love like adam too I, yeah i was gonna say yeah. adam too because adam and nick both i i thought it was interesting you know this is uh winners at war and the reference was made war tonight when the smoke clears, we'll see, you know, kind of who the true right. the alliances are. And, of course, we get to tribal, and, you know, I'm thinking to myself, let me think. We've got all of these different advantages. We've got an immunity idol that Sophie has, an immunity idol that Kim has. We have the vote, the nullifier we or the extra vote that uh, Sarah has. And then Jeremy has that the walkout vote. So I'm like, okay. Who's Michelle playing? has the 50-50 coin. Don't forget about Michelle's that. Oh, that's got, right. you got Michelle's five got in play, So you've got, that's a lot of potential walking in. And right before that, before the break, Kim tells everybody, Kim tells everybody, I've got an idol. Yeah, I, what is up with these players that it. let others know? I uh, just I don't know. am Jeremy shocked. tells Tyson, too. Jeremy also, unprovoked, tells Tyson that he has the safety without power. So now Tyson is in on... Kim's secret and Jeremy's secret. I, I Especially Jeremy, it surprised me coming from Jeremy that he's going to go ahead and say that it's unprovoked. Or he's going to go ahead and say, I have this without really having to bring it up. You know, when I thought about that, when Jeremy said that to Tyson, I thought, Jeremy's going to have to make a decision. Do I abandon my, my alliance? But I got to take care of me. And I thought, boy, that's going to be a tough call. But again, this is two million dollars we're pay- playing for, right. and you've got to, you've got to think in terms of how am I going to get to be here tomorrow. 
So all of a sudden, when we first started the, you know, back to the beach and they're all just talking, it's very unclear. But now it kind of looks like you've got two voting blocks. Not really call them alliance now anymore because they change all the time. We've got 10 people. Right. So you've got pretty much a, you know, is it a five against five? Is it a six against four? You know, we don't really know. I'm still uncertain about where Nick lands in all of this stuff. Right. Um, He and Michelle are kind of those wild cards. Correct. And so now we're going in, but but very quickly we're going to see the lines drawn. I think the, the the word is when Sophie says at one point, "Y'all come over here." You know, it you was like, four. Yeah. "Wow." Okay. okay, okay. So right. So let's just get to it. So we have the tribal that that we start, and you know, a couple of years ago we started seeing this in. And the and the tribal councils to where all of it would just blow up, you know. People mm-hmm. would get up and start running around and talking, and talking to, each to other. people. Yeah, so that's the new way of playing Survivor. So these old guys, the OGs, are coming in, and they're they're not used to that at all. And then all of a sudden, last uh, semester, last <laughs> show, yeah. last episode, they kind of caught on. And this episode, is oh, like, it's hey, just chaos. This is how we're going to do it's it. It's just and do you chaos. Real, and do you agree that what Jeremy said? It was chaos in the past, but this is madness. This is different. This is chaos for season on, 40. on steroids. On steroids is what he said. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it has been that way in the latter half of Survivor in the last probably three years. They just haven't realized it because they weren't in it. I think it has been this way at the very end. We just happen to have two Survivor tribal councils back to back that is this way. We'll have another one next week. No doubt about it. So we're at this point now. What do you do? What is Jeremy going to do? What is uh, Sarah going to do? Are are the are the players that have these advantages? I've always thought that is the key to being successful in Survivor, knowing when to pull the trigger on sure. this kind of stuff. Because right. you, as we've seen years ago, you could walk away and go home carrying two idols in your pocket. Right. I that's would what rather Sophie's doing right now. Giving your idol to somebody who doesn't deserve it. Shouldn't do that. Yeah. And they turn around and they stab you in the back. Right. I right. mean, good move. I think it is a good move for Jeremy and Sarah. First of all, pre-vote when Jeff says, does anyone want to play anything? Jeremy and Sarah, no, you go first. No, you, you go, go first. first. Lady first. Yeah. Ladies first. No, Sarah can't even look at him. I mean, they're, they're having this argument, but I think it's very smart. Force me to go first i don't want to i don't want to give the first move and they say in negotiating you know you never make the first offer you wait for the offer to come to you it's a perfect tactic eventually jeremy caves and just goes ahead and goes first because i guess somebody has to but i like that standoff it added the extra drama to the moment and i thought it was really important that nobody there's not really too many people left in tribal council who are just ready to run their mouth. Everybody's trying to think, uh, yeah, well, only I, speak at the right well, moment. Well, Jeremy's going, okay, is it time? Do I play the advantage? Do I walk away? Sarah, do I steal the vote? And, 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 well, I'm not going to steal the vote. Until I know until I have I know to. I have to. What Jeremy's going to do. Jeremy's like, well, I'm not going to walk away until I know that I have to. And then, then Sarah says, I'm ready to vote. And Jeremy's, and at that point, he's like, okay, if Sarah's voting, there's a good chance they're voting for me. They're voting for me because he knew that he was on the edge. He's mm-hmm. on the block. So sure. absolutely the right play. We're absolutely in right, the right, right for play Jeremy. for Jeremy. Absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. It's going to come back to haunting next week. You Maybe. Bet. We'll get into that in a minute. But yes, yeah. it was the right play for Jeremy because it's an individual game. So now the, the team is sitting there. And it's like, wait a minute, now what do we do? Because the vote may have to switch. Now, was it that moment that Sophie called everybody together? Well, Or did Sarah make her decision? Sarah decided to steal the vote, and then Sophie 
called it. Did yeah, I, because right? Sarah I had done. Sarah steals the vote. She takes Denise's vote, and at that point, that's where Sarah, Sophie calls everybody together. I believe. Yeah. And then, then they're re- reevaluating because now we have an extra vote of Denise, and Jeremy's not a player. So what what does the dynamic now look like? So that potentially we still have ten votes, but which which direction will they all go? You know, yeah, nine votes because Jeremy walked away. But yeah, right, you, not, yeah, and, th- and that's the problem too is because you have this alliance. It's not an alliance; it's a voting block. Tony, Sophie, Sarah, Ben, Nick, all talking together. Well, Kim tries to rally the troops because I perceive that Kim thought she was now in trouble, so she's trying to get together Michelle, Jeremy, and uh, Tyson, Tyson because Denise's vote is out. And you don't see them really into it. The Sophie voting block seemed a lot stronger to me. And after Sophie pulled the team away, you saw really how weak the Kim, Michelle, Jeremy, and Tyson combo was. They're not on the same page. Kim is trying to save herself, I feel, at this point. And people like Michelle, I don't think she feels that pressure. I thought Kim was in trouble. I honestly thought that the way it all lined up, I thought... Kim Kim could be the focus here. Tyson, I still kind of had him in the back shelf because I, if they've passed over him two weeks in a row, I just kind of had him out of sight, out of mind. But then when Kim goes, well, I'm going to play, you know, the vote comes back and, and they're like, I'm going to play, before they actually reveal the vote, Kim's like, I'm going to play the idol for Denise. What? No, 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 no. I, I, it, it, here's the deal. Wow. It didn't make any sense to play the idol for Denise as when Sarah stole the other vote, they're, they're immune. They're immune from any kind of an idle play because they have the numbers. They have the numbers at this point. So the only way that Denise, uh, that Kim should have played the idol, the way that I look at it, would be to protect herself if she thought she was the one that was going to be voted. Because there's, there's no way... Yeah, why waste it on Denise? Because you're, you're, it, it, it makes no difference whatsoever. Yeah. You need, she need, if she was going to play it, she should have played it for herself. So there was no... no I, I see that. I, I, that. That does make sense. And the, it's interesting because once they do the read on the vote and it turns out that it's Tyson, she says, they, they have the caption below, say, ah, I, I almost did that. I almost did that. And again, I think Kim is very strong in my book. I think she, she could go a long way, but I think we're starting to see some tactical mistakes from her. And at this point, when Jeremy walks away, it's self-preservation as far as I'm concerned. And the fact that Kim was not able to see that this is not a solid voting block, so why would I save somebody else? I think it kind of goes into self-preservation mode at that point. I just I don't like Kim. I don't like this play for Kim. She now wastes the idol on someone and um and opens her up, uh, I think to right. be a vi- to be a target. Yeah, she I think she made a mistake there. So I think she's going to struggle next week and Jeremy's probably going to struggle next week as well, but sometimes you know they forget about this. Let's go back just a little bit before we go forward. Yes. So you take Jeremy out of the equation, how many votes do we have? 9. We have 9. So they could have easily put Split those votes evenly, right? I mean, three, right. three, right? Three. I'm so somebody on the minority yep. side switched, switched, and had. So here's the deal: what what would have happened if, if they'd had a three way tie? If Kim, yes, <laughs> if Kim would have put the idol on herself, mm-hmm. she's now immune. Jeremy's out of the picture. You now have a three way tie. Who are who are those two players that you have a three way tie with? Who are, who are those players that would that could be there? Maybe so you're going to have Tyson, you got Denise, Nick, 
Sophie. Sophie. Could, could it have been all of a sudden they made a mistake? Yeah. Because all of the chaos at the tribe distracted, distracted them, them from like, let's okay. spread those votes out evenly. Because yeah. why would she steal the vote to have that advantage to get away from the immunity? I, I don't know. I was looking at this going, something's not right here, but it worked out to their advantage. If I'm doing my math correctly. Right. I think Kim, I think Kim's choice was wrong for the wrong reason. I mean, I think she was for the right reason. I think she was trying to rally her minority group and and salvage who she thought they were moving for. But when she did that, it like you said, it's like that was a waste. You didn't have to no, do that. You to. were you were you were sitting pretty. I was totally confused at the end. With uh, it's like why in the world? Well, the I thought world? it was really interesting because Dave pulled up the votes, and okay. I and again that's what I like yeah, to let's see. Go. Let's find out. So just have. to let you know, this is from Survivor CBS YouTube channel. This is the real deal. This is the vote that happened. Okay. Here's the votes for Tyson. Tony, Nick, Sarah, Michelle, and Ben. Oh, Michelle. But yep. guess what? See, Michelle Sarah only voted once for Tyson. You know what she used her steal a vote for? She Denise. split it. She split a vote. I thought that was brilliant on Sarah's part. She has a double vote. I'm thinking she's going to throw both of her votes toward Tyson. But instead... That's probably the conversation that Sophie had at that point when they pulled everybody aside and said, okay, we've got to guarantee one of these people go home. And what? Well, right. <laughs> Look and, at and us. We're what, all like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Sophie voted for Denise. So Sarah and Sophie voted for Denise. That's two Denise, five Tyson. And that's just, that's just throwing it in case, you know, well, what if Kim plays her idol? And that protects her. What if we've got to make sure, idol? right. We've got to make sure that one of those people goes away. And then you ready for Sophie? Yeah. We've got Tyson voted for Sophie and Kim voted for Sophie. So, so that, that, that so Kim's conference, what came out of that is, I guess, Kim's conference that she called, they weren't able to come to a consensus. Michelle flips, goes for Tyson anyway. Nick was never on and, board. And Kim and Tyson go for Sophie. So if Michelle goes back the other way and votes for Sophie, Sophie has three. Three. Mm-hmm. And that makes three for, um, but, but Tyson, Tyson still has, is gone. Tyson, but that Tyson would be a three, four. three, four. It would be it, if that would have happened. It would have been Tyson four, Sophie three, Denise two. Oh, okay. Oh, it's it's boy. I I There's it was a lot one of, of the most here that could have could have come up. I love the fact that we had, a, and I think that's what for me a successful night of watching Survivor is a good beginning, a good end. And, and a good challenge in between. And last night I got it all. We started with the emotional side. Those episodes where we front load or in load, I just, I have to have the balance. I have to feel that when I'm done watching, that was, ah, I can breathe again. And so I thought the emotion at the beginning was fantastic. I love the challenge. And then you close it with this dynamic ending. And then, of course, my favorite part of the whole show the were the part? hugs. Yeah, uh, unprecedented. And the first time in Survivor history <laughs> we, that I, the jury comes over. And hugs Jeff Probst, led by Rob. Right. They are thanking they, right. the, those guys on Eggs uh, of Extinction. Right. Come over and say, hey, we thank you, Jeff. You know, and then they just, I love that because you can see the connection between not only the players, but with their with the host. Okay, who's in trouble for next week? I think it's Jeremy. I think I don't know if you can unring that bell. Walking away from the tr from his voting block and basically hosing Tyson. I mean, 
Tyson obviously got the worst end of that. But that also shows the other voting block that I can't rely on this guy because he's ultimately going to be self-preservation. There's no team. There's no alliance in Jeremy. He will flip and go whichever way that he wants to. And he's a strong threat. Obviously, all of them are threats. I don't like Jeremy's chances next week. I don't, you know, Nick can come back from it when Nick kind of had his little explosion two weeks ago. I don't know if Jeremy can really erase this memory. So what you're forgetting, and I think what a lot of Survivor players forget, is you have to throw in the challenge. Jeremy is competitive. If it's a physical challenge that he could win, he's got immunity. And all of a sudden, Mm. he's in the driver's seat, and a lot of these other players are going to be seeking him out to join their little two or threesome. I'm I'm hopeful, and I told you this this morning, if Ben, Sophie, Sarah, Tony, if those guys stay together, there's one more I'm forgetting, if those stay together, that little group that all pull together, who am I forgetting? Tony, Sophie, Sarah, Ben, Nick. And Nick. If those five say, we're in it till the end, and like every man and woman for themselves, I think they can finish this game hard. But the one element that always throws out predictions is who wins that immunity necklace. Because, and my suspicions are we only have four weeks left. I think we may have to have another double elimination if we bring in the edge of extinction people. Right, yeah. I, I think Jeremy, of course, is the logical one that you would think that would be in trouble coming up. But as we have seen time after time in Survivor, logic doesn't hold. Uh, so I'll just go on a limb and say he should be the one that should be gone next week, but he won't. I'll say he was, I thought he was going to be gone this time. That was my prediction the last time. I thought he was going to be gone. He was in trouble. And he was in trouble and he knew it, so he played his advantage. He should be gone. He should be gone, but... I don't think that will happen. I I think that Tony is going to be in trouble. We had a little bit of hint from that, uh, but I don't think he's in trouble enough that he'll be voted out. They usually don't do that on on a promo for the week before. They just try to bait us a little bit to get us to watch. So it's going to be somebody that you don't expect. It's probably going to be Kim. Kim has been a really Mm. strong player under the radar. I would think that she might be the one that's in trouble. She uh, showed her hand. She made a mistake. She shouldn't have done that. I I think that it might come back. Now, don't forget, though, we have the edge of extinction people. If one of them should come back next week. Oh, you know what? Here's what I'm thinking. Okay. I'm thinking two people are coming back from the island. I think that, and again, we'll find out how all this works out. You've got the economies of the token. But I think you also have maybe an advantage, somebody that could win a challenge. So how do you make those tokens really, really valuable? You have, a, you have a, uh, an advantage, a challenge to where maybe a player comes off the island and you think it's all over, but you still have all of these tokens. And it's like, well, what did we gain these tokens for? And now you have a chance to buy your way back, back in onto it. at the very last second. Ooh. Ooh, man, at the yep. very last second, that you would be left with one challenge to go before you would be in the final run to win $2 million. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. I mean, that's to me, that would be just a huge turn of events. Um, and it would be unprecedented. It would make a lot of people just scratch their head and go, wow, that's crazy. I never saw that coming. So right. we'll see. Yeah, I like it. Okay, real quick, I do want to mention, we've talked about the Survivor finale four weeks from last night, or if you're listening to this later on, it'll be May the 13th. 13th. It's a Wednesday night, three hours. Every year we've had this, we've had a live studio audience. Given our current world, that, I would suspect, won't happen. What do you guys think will 
What do you think that'll look like for that evening? I mean, I do feel that they'll have, as we were talking about, will they have the final two? Will they have the final three? With season 40, I'm sure it'll be the final three plus Jeff. So they'll have the final three in studio, live, all separated. I kind of feel, and this is kind of maybe a wild take, I kind of feel that some of the jury will be there, but I think CBS will want to say, hey, you know, we're practicing physical distancing. We're not out of the woods yet with coronavirus. So I think they're going to incorporate some sort of like Zoom or video meeting with some of the jury members. You know, it'd be it'd be odd, and I could see them also bringing all the jury members into the studio and spreading them way out. Be really hard to shoot, I think, if you have that many people and they're all spread out. I just feel like there's going to be some sort of video meeting incorporated into the final vote, but I do feel that the final two or final three plus Jeff will be live Physically in there. a visitorless studio, no audience. Yeah, I think that everybody will be there because uh, the lot or the studio that they shoot that thing on is huge anyway in recent shows, and they have all the crowd. Of course, the crowd won't be there. I think that what they should do is have everybody there, everybody on the stage, but separated six feet. And, you know, television is crazy. I mean, you can make make things look really good sometimes when it shouldn't be. And I think they'll have a way to do all that. If they don't, they'll do it exactly like you said. They'll have three or four there. Uh, and then everybody will be kind of doing what we've all been doing, using technology to make it work. But when you do that, there's always the little bit of possibility that something could fail. Yes. And you sure wouldn't want that to wrap up your season to have that possibility. You'd have to have redundancy just to make sure. That's why I think they'll probably all be in the studio. They'll all be separated um, and then we'll go from there. And I think it's going to be kind of interesting because in seasons past, you have the uh, the energy of the crowd, which is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, in the last couple of years, you would have players that would make the uh, all the way maybe through half of the game. And then at the reunion show, you wouldn't hear anything about them. They'd be sitting on the very top row and they would get to wave or say hi. And that would be it. And all you would hear from their experiences would be the top three or four players. They would pick out the crowd favorite, award another $100,000 and then move on. I think this uh, episode... For the reunion show, I assume that we're going to have a reunion show. Mm -hmm. Maybe they won't, but they should. I think that we'll get to hear a lot of insight from all of these players. Remember, they're all winners. We we know all of them, so they're all pretty big players. I Absolutely. think they want to take advantage and, of that, and we want to hear from all. Right, of them. Do, you know, we, we want to hear, to hear what they thought about this this and and who they who they end up voting for and who ends up winning that two million dollars. Well, it'll be exciting. We got to go. Thank you guys so very much for tuning into our podcast. But we will do it all again next. <laughs> Wednesday night, 7 o'clock on Channel 6.